Hey everybody, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute, and you're listening to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, where we discuss the importance of purpose in our everyday lives. Discovering and living out your purpose keeps you focused on God's purpose. That is sharing the good news of salvation with others. This podcast is for people like me, still searching for the answers to Who am I and why am I here? You and I were designed and created by God for purpose, and we have much to do. You can listen and subscribe to my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose with Brenda Devine on Anchor and all other podcast platforms. Hey, this is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Hey, thank you for joining me for another episode of my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose. So I want to apologize in advance. I am getting over a cold, and so my voice is a little coarse. Um, but I have a lot on me that I need to to uh, to share. Um, so today's post is fighting your purpose. So I'm going to share my experience of the past, I'm going to say the past two years. Um, and I've had a lot of challenges that have been, um, the type of challenges that play with your head that um, being discriminated against being offended um, trying to make sense of evil (laughs) um, trying to work towards doing what God has asked me to do and Last week um, was my birthday, and I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> um, I don't usually make a big deal about my birthdays, um, and I really, I really wasn't feeling it because I was. You know, you get older, I'm getting older, and I'm thinking there's so much that I, I want to do, and there's this level of frustration of trying to get um, my project off the ground, the corner store project, and just the whole, um, it just seemed to be a, a, a storm <laughs> of all these different variables in the last two or three weeks or so and it left me where I was fighting um, my purpose Um, the only way I can explain it is um, for me it's it's being in this box that God has for me the what he wants for me to do and I don't always want to do 
what God wants me to do. Uh, many of us don't want to do what God has asked us to do. Um, but we know we still have to do it. And there's a clash um, of what you want to do versus what God has asked you to do. And I made mistakes of looking at other people and going, well, why does this seem to be so much easier for them? Why did they get this and I didn't? Why is it taking so long? Um, You know, every, it seems like every time I make a step forward, there's two steps back or there's just weeks of no progress. And there's just been a lot of <laughs> back and forwards. And, you know, it's easy to want to take, I mean, yeah, it's easy to want to take the easy road. It's easy to see someone else um, and assume that it's easy for them. And for some people it is, but we don't really know their struggles, just like they don't really know ours. But it's easy to assume um, that someone got something that you want, <laughs> you can't just seem to get it. Um, and I don't know how I landed on, um, reading about, I can't recall how I landed on reading about, um, Asphas in the Bible. Please don't ask me to spell it cause I'd have to go look. Um, but he, um, wrote several Psalms in the Bible and King David appointed him to be a worship leader in the temple. And so he wrote songs and he was a poet and he was also a prophet. And in Psalm 73, he talks about the struggle of him looking at his circumstances and how hard it is. And then looking at the circumstances of believers and how it seems as if the evil ones have it so easy and they're blessed and they have an abundance. And it seems like the believers, they're blessed as well in a different way, but they have so many challenges and struggles. And I read that, but then I also went back. I love reading Matthew Henry and um, he breaks it down um, verse by verse. And I got a lot out of that. But then I also read a commentary um, by, I believe his name is Reverend Charles Spurgeon. And I may be pronouncing his name incorrectly. But I read his commentary um, just breaking it down piece by piece. The mindset of evil, um, wicked people, how God gives them an abundance. Um, and it seems as if they just get arrogant and assume that this is just the way it is and they're prideful. And it just seems like everything comes to them while on the other side of the fence, the believers are constantly working, um, towards what God, God's plans for them. And what, it's so beautiful about reading Psalm 73 is you get to see in detail and read in detail how 
the wickedness of the world is really a huge waste of their time. It will never amount to anything. Um, There is a price to pay in not being a believer, in hurting people, in being wicked, in being greedy, and not helping people. There is a price to pay. Just as with believers, there is a reward. Um, There is also a reward for those that are wicked and they hurt other people. And while I was reading um, the detailed description, I just started thinking about um, a few people that really played with my head this past year. Um, One particularly, two particularly wicked people and then one that had been friends for years and found out that she was wicked too. Um, I had a sense of it, but it just came full circle. Um, and I just was reading the details and thinking, this is how wicked people think. And after I got a really good a really good read, a really good understanding of the mindset of wickedness. Um, I don't want any of that. <laughs> so that that helped me cross out my, hey, why is this happening to me and not happening to them? Um, I don't want to be them. I don't want to be wicked. I don't want the award of the of of wickedness. I don't want any of that. Um and it just cleared out um this garbage in my head of why not? Why is it taking longer so long? Why am I up against all these challenges? And after I got that understanding of the weight and the expense of wickedness. I'm like, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. I don't want what the wicked has. I don't, I need to stop looking at somebody else's plate and focus on my own plate. And we do that. We, we sit down and we're looking at somebody else's plate. Like, what did they get more chicken? Did they get more food? Did they get, you know, how does that compare to my plate? And rather than me um, worrying about what's going on with someone else, I need to be fighting for my own purpose. I need to um, accommodate myself to what God has for me. Excuse me. And... It's hard. It is hard because you're constantly exposed to all these different things in the world. And then you've got them and they, and you've got social media, and you've got your emotions, and you've got your feelings, and you've got your anger, and you've got your triggers. And you just want to be comfortable. You just want to just get along, go along. And that is not always how it's going to be. Um, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine 
yesterday and I was I, I reached out to her and we were having a conversation and I shared with her um this uh this uh, I pulled it out of a book this phrase um that I have in my office about um the woman um meeting Elijah and she was collecting sticks to make her last meal and she recognized that Elijah was a man of God and he asked her to go and make bread before she even fed herself or her children and she accommodated herself to the providence of God and she as best as she could and she kept going and that's what I conveyed to my friend and I shared that with her um because I was I was struggling with my box. <laughs> I was struggling with accommodating to my box um, past couple of weeks because things were so hard and frustrating. And just, um, and I am impatient, um, but it was just playing with my head. And, and on my birthday, I, um, I just was not, I was just the struggle, this conflict. And I took myself back to my room and I read those words on my wall. And as much as it hurt (laughs) accepting it, um, I knew I still have to do it. I still have to keep going forward. And my friend mentioned that, you know, it sounds like you make it sound so easy. And I'm like, no, it's not easy at all. It's not easy to accommodate yourself to something you really don't want to do. <laughs> it's not. But you know, the bigger picture is that you have been created for purpose. And God has shown you or told you or directed you to what he wants you to do. And you have to, and I have to accommodate myself, ourselves to that circumstance, to that box, however it fits, irregardless of how we feel, our emotions, um, our emotional triggers, all of it. We have to fit ourselves. I have to fit myself to that box. I mean, what other options as a believer do I have? Do I become that those that wicked person that's in Psalm 73 that the prophet Asaph speaks about? Am I to be that? Or am I to accommodate myself? Even though it hurts, even though it's frustrating, even though it's not my choice, I still have to. I can't say no. And so I did. I accommodated myself to it. And um, I'm like, this is, you know, this is it. And it took a lot of weight off of me. Because instead of me trying to figure out, you know, why 
does why is it taking so long? Why is this? Um, it is accepting and agreeing to the box and saying, this is what God has asked me to do. I don't need to struggle with it. I just need to be in it, put it on and just keep going and just keep walking. And, you know, a little sleep, (laughs) a little sleep helps too. So I went and I got about 10 hours of sleep and I felt better. I felt better because I made a decision that I'm not going to waver. You know, I may feel this way or that. I might have my opinions, but it doesn't matter. And I put that struggle down and then, and I felt better about it. And I kept going and in a very, I think it was the next day or the day after. Bam, here comes an email. Bam, here comes a call. And there is movement and motion going. Um, But I had to go through the struggle. I had to make a decision again. Am I going to be what God has asked me to be? And this is how... This is how I make myself accountable. You have to decide on your own what mechanism, what words, what school, what your mindset, what you are going to use to, to make yourself accountable. For me, making myself accountable is I ask myself, am I going to be what God has called me to be? Yes or no? And I've got to choose yes. I can't choose no. I might get frustrated. I might get angry. I might be sad. I mean, it doesn't matter. I still have to be accountable. Our emotions, our feelings, our insecurities can never be an excuse for God. He's given us his word and his son to strengthen us. So you can have your your feelings and your emotions, but you still got to get on board. <laughs> you still got to decide. You still have to decide. So I make myself accountable by telling myself, am I going to be what he's called me to be? And that's how I make my self-accountable. That's how I make recenter myself on my square. Um, because I try to make it for me very simple because I could sit up here and talk about it for a decade of all the reasons and feelings, but it doesn't matter when I see my maker. It's simply, were you obedient or were you not? Did you do what I asked you to do? And I always want to believe and move in the direction that I'm going to do what he asked me to do. I'm going to put that box on. I'm going to be in that box. I'm going to walk and follow what he's asked me to do. Even when I'm confused, even when I'm hurt, even when I'm mad, even when I'm frustrated, even when I think that the evil folks is getting over, (laughs) I still have to, I still have to be accountable. 
So I'm going to leave that for you. Um, and I'm going to leave that for me. <laughs> and um, once again, thank you for listening to my podcast. This is Brenda Devine from Purpose 8 Institute. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, Living a Life of Purpose on Anchor and all other major podcast platforms. To learn more about Purpose 8 Institute and our ministry of sharing the importance of purpose, please visit our website, www.purpose8institute.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and even TikTok. If you would like to learn more about purpose beyond this podcast, Living a Life of Purpose, you can also purchase one of my books that are available on my website, purpose8institute.com and also on Amazon.